I'm Leanne. And I'm Michelle. Together we are Leanne and Michelle. It's your evil one. Welcome to our podcast. Leanne and Michelle think they're funny. Look, we don't know much, but we know you're about to laugh a lot. Thanks for listening. We hope you think we're funny too. Because we're funny, right? Well, my mom thinks we're funny. Are we rolling? Yes, we're rolling. Oh, good. Strong intro. Very strong. You want to listen, don't you? Coming in hot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hey, Leanne, you know this is episode 10. What? We're in double digits. What's the 10-year anniversary? What am I supposed to buy you? Is that wood? Silver? Um, I think you sing me a song. Sing you a song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Hold on. Nope. I'm going to pull up a, back a backing track. Um, I'm going to do it properly. I'm going to sing you a song. Yes. Okay. So this is episode 10 of Leanna Michelle Think They're Funny. Thanks for joining us either mm-hmm. um, over the uh, podcast airwaves or here on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we do actually finally put our videos on together for so long. Ten whole episodes. It's a really long time. Thank you for I'm that. giving anecdotes. <laughs> Got it. I didn't know if you wanted to jump in. No, I don't want to sing. I, just want, I want to talk. Okay. But my love for you is still strong. Every episode it grows. Wow. We're talking about things we think we know about. But this one I know for sure. You're the Michelle to my Leanne forevermore. Forever. That was like Nickelback at the end. Did you feel that? Yeah, I did. I did. Look at this photograph. That's not a bad We right wrote a parody about that one time. Did it ever? Uh, no, that would never saw the light. That never day. saw the light. What was it? We'd do a whole episode of parodies that never made it. Oh, we should. It's <laughs> a lot. Look at this. La- was it a pumpkin spice latte? Was it? We did a bunch oh, of man, pumpkin spice latte. Remember, girl. Anyway. <laughs> I think it was a pumpkin spice latte song. I'm oh, sure was it right. Was it? Um, you ready? What? Mom's Bop. Your Gosh. favorite. Save that for the episode where we talk about things that never actually came to fruition. Mom's Bop is going to happen. For good it's, reason. It's happening. It's somewhere. It's going to happen. Mom's Bop is going to take off like wildfire. Okay. And you're going to be, I'm going to be an Enneagram 6 saying, I told you so. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this episode, um, we're going to be talking about uh, really terrible things that have happened to us on stage. Yeah. There's a few. I mean, we've had overwhelmingly positive experiences on stage overall. Yes. Um, the good memories came to mind faster than the bad ones. In fact, right before we started rolling, I was like, Michelle, remind me which shows were our bad shows. And she was like, this one. Oh yeah. And also this one. And then there was that one time. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yes. But we, we've had some great shows. We've had the blessing of being able to travel all over the country. We've done shows in Florida, Colorado, Minnesota, California. Exotic Obviously. Minnesota. Yes. Ooh, we loved our our Great Lakes tour. That was amazing. Yes. Uh, actually, none of, neither one of those made our bad shows list. Oh, and no. it's Texas, too. Yeah, so we've been in a lot of places. And true story, I would like to go back to Duluth. We performed in Duluth was one yes, of the stops. Yes. I would love to go back to Duluth with my family. It was I one of the most also. beautiful yes. places I've ever seen. It was Breathtakingly beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, let's talk about Alt Summit. Okay, let's talk about Alt Summit. So tell them what it is, Michelle. So Alt Summit is a huge conference. Um, It's held every year in Palm Springs. I think it started off in Utah, but now it's in Palm Springs every year. Thousands of influencers come. It's It's a great conference for learning about ways to promote yourself online and Video content and creative content, a lot of really, really, really creative people. And I have had my eyeball on it and they opened up a query for speakers and they had a new category Mm -hmm. for performances. So we applied to perform comedy 
And they were like, please, we must have you guys. And we were like, since you begged. Yeah. We're going to pay you a ton. No, they didn't pay us. <laughs> but um, we, they had their first ever closing concert. Mm-hmm. And so at first we were brought on to do a, a bit. And then that right. grew into we were at the MCs of the whole event. Right. Not the whole event. The whole closing concert. It snowballed. And so immediately when I walked into the... You, we've we've played enough shows now that you know just by looking at the venue how easy it's going to be to reach the people who are watching you. It was a long, narrow room mm-hmm. set up with high bar tables, remember? Yep. So immediately we knew people were going to be eating and drinking yep. and that they were going to be really far away from yes. us. Now, improv, people have to be listening yep. or the scene doesn't make any sense. Like You can't just kind of check in, check out. No, um, you have to pay attention. So immediately we knew it was going to be a tough room. Mm-hmm. And it was also very clearly set up for a concert. Yes. And so they had a, a, a really great lineup of musicians. They had uh, White. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had your best friend, Courtney. Yes. She's a Broadway star. Imagine a shoebox. Okay. There's a, the, the, the shape of a shoebox. And so one end, the mm-hmm. skinny end, is the stage. Yep. And the other end is the bar where all the high tops are. And right in front of the stage are maybe 10 tables with seats and then the middle is just open space like a dance floor yeah and so there was only a few seats in the front for people and that's really what you want for a comedy show you want people to sit and listen so anyway we were just kind of doomed from the start uh we did our best but it was not our best work our philosophy is we we never blame the room like that's really been our challenge to ourselves is no matter how hard the room is we always say but how could we have overcome it how could we have been better um that show, I also, if I'm remembering correctly, your microphone gave out. Yes, it did. That's right. And so for also half of the scene, the percentage of the crowd that was trying to listen couldn't hear half of the dialogue. That's right. So we did have a pretty unlucky deck for that show. And actually, that was the show that prompted us to buy megaphones. Do you yes, remember that? we bring them with us everywhere. We're, like, we're going to bring our megaphones. But then we didn't bring them with us to Dallas. <laughs> Which is our next bad show we want to talk about. Last time I was on a plane. Okay. Since the pandemic. Probably you too. Okay. It was February of 2020. Right. Right after we got back from Orlando. A week later, we got in a plane. You remember this? You blocked it out. I blocked it out. Right. A week after we got back from our big Orlando trip, that show went fantastic. Yeah. I was going to say Orlando was great. I hope you're we not We got on a plane. Out. We went to Dallas. Okay. Remember Torchy's Tacos? Holly, Leanne. I remember eating at Torchy's Tacos with you. I don't, why am I not remembering the show? Jog my mem. Okay. So we um, were That's invited. Short we were invited to Dallas to perform a show. We flew to Dallas and then um, it was like a one night. We were, we were a quick turnaround. You didn't even bring the baby. It was really quick. And um, well, so we, I was probably grouchy again. We Yes. We performed <laughs> um, and, and there was a misunderstanding because we had been real clear about type of room that we need and we needed a raised stage and we needed sound equipment and we needed a video. Oh, okay. 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 Now yeah. I remember. Now I'm and we needed room. a okay. video, um, you know, thing. And, and so that was it. Uh, on top of that, you were really sick. In fact, we, I tried, um, right. 24 hours before we left to get different people. Cause some of the That's gals that are right. now on our comedy crew, actually I tried to get one of them to come with me. They couldn't, I had no voice. Like your voice had, was, was gone. We had our friend Haley White in California. I tried to see if she could come meet me in Dallas to do the show. Right. And then you were like, well, I'm going to suck it up and come. But we didn't know how your voice was going to be. Right. So through the improv world, we connected with an improv school in Dallas. And the gal who owns it sent 
two moms. Super sweet ladies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But very inexperienced mm-hmm. at improv. And so we met them in the afternoon in the hotel and tried to run through it. It was very evident that we were going to still need to carry the majority of the weight ourselves. We, mm-hmm. we weren't going to be able to rely on them to really, but, and, 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 and nothing about nothing against them. They were fantastic. It takes a long time to get the kind of rapport and mind read that we have together on stage. So anyway, it sounds to me like you were bad mouthing both of them. Pretty, I'm not bad mouthing. They were very sweet. Well, it's pretty clear to me that that's what was going on. They were sweet, willing, and brave, and they jumped on the they, stage with us. And they had some shining moments. They did. They did. They had some cry. really funny moments. Uh, but I think part of the problem with the show was not only the room, which we'll talk about in a second, but was also the fact that I felt we needed to let them shine a little bit. That's right. And I spent probably too much time trying to set them up. As opposed to just you and I doing our show. You were also trying to save my voice for the games where you thought you should. Yeah. And we were trying to make the best decisions for the show overall. And the truth was I was just feeling so crummy. Yeah. And this was, this was right before coronavirus. Oh yeah. This became a thing. No, it was already around. And then, but this was. But it wasn't a pandemic yet. Like nothing was shut down. No one was, you know, everything was still like. No, 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 nothing was shut down. It was February 20th, though, around that time. So it was right before, I mean, it was like early March that we got shut down. So it was right before the world closed. Right. And um, I do remember you weren't feeling well and you actually put a toilet paper roll in your fanny pack. Like you strung it on the strap to blow my nose so you could have like access to tissue paper. If you did that now, people would be like, get away from me, coronavirus lady. (laughs) Seriously. I know. I was just thinking you would never, ever go anywhere sick now. It's so Um, funny. Anyway, so the the room, um, you know, they did their best. But again, it was hors d'oeuvres and drinks and people were loud. And um, our Mm -hmm. audio, uh, uh, I felt so bad for the guy who organized it because the audio company she hired. The audio. They were, they they really failed her and us and their audio equipment that they brought. Yeah. The, um. Remember the video screen didn't work, so our intro video and like yeah. a video for like what well, we're supposed to change into costumes and yes. so nothing was working, um, and and then we lost the room. Yes, and I remember I this is I need to trust my improv partner. I insisted on doing this one last game, and you were like, the, "No, we've lost them. We need to stop." And I was like, "Oh, we can do it." And then it was horrible. The problem is Michelle sees an empty stage and she can't <laughs> she can't not fill it. It's true. true. It's very true. It's true. So anyway, so that was, um, and that was another top three of our worst shows, but the number one, number one, takes the cake. (gasps) This is the show that my aunt and cousin and high school friends traveled to see. Um, it's in Anaheim, right? The only time they've ever seen me on stage. It was in Orange County, California two years ago. I was very pregnant with Finn. So yeah, two years ago. Yes. In the fall though. Um, two and a half. Hey, you want to tell them what happened? So we collaborated mm-hmm. with some super funny moms yes, from so Orange funny. County. The, um, they have a podcast. Actually, it's called They See Me Momin. There you go. It's cute. They're cute. They're fantastic. And we love these girls. And we were so excited to be doing a collaborative show with them. And about, I don't know, halfway through the show, mm-hmm. I fell. Leanne, at this point, is uh, visibly pregnant, kind of like you are now. Yes, but even more so. Even more so. I mean, I was swole, mm-hmm. and I was great with child. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, I'm good with child. I was great <laughs> with child. Yes. Like, I, and I felt, and it, it was immediately evident that my baby was fine because my knees took it. My knees took the hit. And I knew the baby, nothing got near my belly. It yeah. was fine. 
but the whole room, it's a room full of moms, you guys. There is an audible yes. of <gasps> horror. Yeah. The air is sucked out of the room, and I look in the audience, and I get up, and I, I'm quick to reassure them, I'm fine, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, character. Right, and, yeah. which is always awkward, but it, in that moment, it was important for them to know I did not make contact, my belly did not make contact with Earth, okay? Yeah. Um, and they could not recover from that, nor could I. No. It's it was very hard to yeah, recover after that. Yeah, very few things feel funny after a pregnant lady falls down. Yep. Well, here's the deal is that we do a good job. We do. We, we, you know, and here those are three or four shows. <laughs> Embarrassing moments. Yes. But uh, we were willing to admit our mistakes. But for those three shows, there's so many good so ones. So many good ones. Okay, well, those are our worst shows ever. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen us live? We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, hopefully, you weren't at one of those shows, but maybe you saw Colorado Springs was a great show. Yes. Orlando. Orlando was fantastic. Um, Duluth. Yeah. Duluth. Minneapolis. We've had a lot of great shows, too. And several here in Arizona. So we'd love to hear from you if you've seen one of our shows. Yeah, let us know. This is a very special edition of Take It or Shake It. Mm. Because usually, mm-hmm. we're taking questions from... Friends, followers, yes. whatever. Um, today, you're going to ask me a question. Mm-hmm. Now, you're usually the advice giver. I'm, Why? Right. Well, here, there's a situation that happened to me okay. recently that I feel I very much want to know what you would have done in the situation. So oh, we're going to take this segment to talk about that briefly. Um, and it's, it's a, like, yeah, I'm just curious. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay. we had a group of our friends over. Okay. Um, and... It was a bunch of kids that were here. I would have gone to my bedroom and hid. Next question. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Um, and they were here for dinner or whatever. And we were visiting. And oh, it was a, like a Friendsgiving, I think. Okay. And these are all my closest friends. Like, Got it. You know. And um, and their kids are, all of our kids are friends. And um, at one point, um, my daughter comes in to where the adults are. And she says that one of the children is um, using a knife to scrape our television. So I go in and sure enough, one of the children is taking a sharp object and purposefully cutting an X into my television. If you're not watching online, you can't see, but my mouth is open in (laughs) stunned silence. Go on. So I called the father because I felt like this was obviously something that needs to be addressed. So the father comes in and, and. you know, reprimands the child. And, and it was, it was actually getting to the point where that evening was wrapping up anyway, but that family just kind of like packed up and left right then. Sure. Um, and then, you know, clearly and, and the, the, both of them said, well, obviously we're buying you a new TV and Jason were like, eh, no, no, no. Ha ha ha. And, um, and then they left. So what would you do in that situation? I'm very curious. Well, I'm going to start by asking some questions. Okay. You. Tell me about the damage to the television set. First of all, there is right in the center, kind of toward the bottom, is a is a large two scraped an X sign. Does it prevent you from being able to watch television and enjoy it? Uh, not at night, but during the day, there's a glare that you can see. But it's not to me. It's not. I mean, I don't put a lot. My my television just I mean, it's usually just kind of on in the background. I don't sure not a huge television. I'm just collecting data at okay. this point. I'm just asking questions. Sorry. This is one of your very closest friends. Yes. Yes. So this is someone that it wouldn't even be uncomfortable for you to say, hey, you know what? The TV is pretty badly dinged up. I know we were all kind of like joking around, but I actually would love it replaced. You wouldn't feel uncomfortable saying that. If I felt that way, no. Okay. So 
it doesn't sound like there's a TV that needs replacing. It doesn't sound to me based on what I'm hearing, like the relationship is fragmented. No. So you're asking me what I just would have done in that moment. Yes. And then I also, I'm very curious because then she followed that. Uh, that night or the next day, um, she followed up and said, we would like to buy you a new TV. So mm. what should we go and buy? Can you let us know the model you have? We'll go buy a new one or I will Venmo money to you. So again, that's kind of what I'm getting at, I guess. What would you do in that situation? Would I have asked them to replace the TV or not? Would you have accepted their offer to replace the TV? Oh, um, <laughs> my husband and I would give different answers on this one. Oh, okay. Matthew is more particular about his technology than I am. Like my laptop is banged up the batteries hanging on by a thread like it's like an old faithful situation <laughs> over here it is yeah matt cares very much about his technology and keeping it in tip-top shape so matt would probably be inclined to take the friend up on their offer i would probably have said don't even worry about it we still have small children in our home like the odds of this being our <laughs> you know this tv staying perfectly nice over the years is like not very high. So I, I probably would have said no, but I think my husband would have said yes. So, okay, let me flip it around. Well, what, what if it was you? What if your child had inflicted the damage on someone else's TV? I would have done exactly what your friend did. I would have said, well, we're buying you a new TV. And I would have followed up the next day and said, how can we replace your television and left the ball in your court? Okay. Yeah. Sounds like you handled it really well. well. Yeah, well so I, Jason and I both were like, this is, these are such good friends. Mm-hmm. And we, and honestly, like the TV I just don't hold tightly and Jason doesn't either to material things. Yeah. I just don't, I don't see a lot of value in, in the worldly things. Honestly, I can't, I'm not taking it with me when I go. Right? Yeah. And so. And we, he's a little child. It sounds like. Yeah. So. And we, and we immediately, I mean, I knew like he was, he's old enough though, that he, he needed that. Like I, I didn't, yeah, I called the parents in cause I knew that they were going to want to sure. discipline him. However, they disciplined him because it was that egregious of a mistake. But, um, but Jason and I were talking about, like, if it was one of our kids, we, you know, how we probably would have. Yeah. We, we, I th- we said we would have bought a TV and put it on their doorstep, but I don't know that we would have gone that far because, mm-hmm. like you said, if it's another family with small kids, you know, that's kind of the point of right. you know, having a couple scratches on your TV is not the end of the world. Right. But also, I am, I think this is my seven wing. Mm-hmm. I am an eternal optimist. The glass mm-hmm. is always half full mm-hmm. for me. Like, I, you know what? There's. Four percent of the TV that's scratched, ninety six percent looks great. Right, you know? totally. I don't totally. care. Like I just, I always see kind of the positives. So yeah, I was just curious. I thought it was like an interesting situation. I wanted to get what you. It is. Sounds like we're in sync on that one. Would you have handled it differently? Let us know. Okay, that's this episode of Leanne and Michelle Think They're Funny and talking about our worst onstage experiences together. Before we go, I would love to read a five-star review that one of you awesome listeners left for us. Okay, read it. And to make it sound like a royal proclamation, I'd like to read it in a British dialect. Yes, your British accent is so good. As Hunter 23 writes, Because of my five wing, four wing five, hand-raised emoji. I love this podcast. And Leanne and Michelle, JK, (laughs) I just love it because I'm a human. You two are the most fun and I cannot wait for more episodes, followed by not one, but two exclamation points. Not explanation points? No, exclamation points. I was very clear. (laughs) Oh, that was nice. As 123, we love you back. I just love it because I'm human. That's the best quote ever. Sweetest. Oh, thanks, friends. Okay, so if you want to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, leave five stars and make it kind of creative and maybe we'll 
<laughs> That's Michelle. And we're done. Bye-bye. <laughs>